a women's health enthusiast, I'm raising my family around the world, and like you, I'm a girl who's seeking solutions. And I'm Cody, a holistic health practitioner, functional nutritionist, and a period problem solver. Did you know that periods don't have to feel like a monthly curse? That's right. We want every girl to actually look forward to her time of the month. It's time we start seeing our periods as our girl superpower. Yep. We are here to change the conversations about periods. Let's talk. Hi, ladies. Okay, first of all, we are beyond thrilled to start our very first Her Time podcast. This is so exciting for us, huh, Cody? It is. I can't believe that we're doing this, but I think it's going to be very helpful. I know we get questions on the daily, all day long, just with women wanting to know just simple things about their bodies and about periods. And this is our opportunity to be able to give a little more information in a more fun and conversational way. Yeah. I'm so excited. And I think it's really fun to have you guys feel a little bit of a connection to us and understand a little bit more about our background and kind of where um, her time even started. Um, so first I'm just going to introduce myself a little bit. My name is Jess Toulson and I actually have three kids. I have a darling husband and we live in Spain currently. Um, we've lived in Europe for the last 11 years, which is a little bit crazy. Um, but I was really, really in need of a solution for my rough cycles after I had my twins. So now they're five years old. And man, I struggled big time after my pregnancy with them. And when I, I breastfed for a long time, and then when my cycles finally came back, it was a whole different type of cycle than I had ever experienced before. So that is where Cody comes into the picture. But first... I want you to get to know Cody. (laughs) Well, my life's not quite as exciting as Jess. I live in Orem, Utah, and it (laughs) is awesome here. I love Utah, but it's not quite as exotic. But yes, so um, my name is Cody Sanders, and I'm a mom too. I have two children, but they are grownups. They're like Jess's age. So I'm the old lady, and that's supposed to make me very wise. You are wise. (laughs) So, oh, well, we'll see about that that. But (laughs) what I do for a living is I am a holistic health practitioner and a functional nutritionist. So I look at the whole picture. I look at all systems of the body and how they work together. And what I specialize in is women's hormonal health. And so that is what brought me and Jess together on this topic. And kind of what brought her time about is that um, we were having a conversation and I can let Jess tell about that, but we were having a conversation about what she just described, how she was having just these huge hormonal roller coasters happening in her life and she was seeking solutions. Um, and so she and I started talking and anyhow, I'll let you tell the story, Jess. How about that? Okay. So I was actually seeking medical attention from my doctor and the, the usual response was just to change my birth controls. And so after trying a few different birth controls and not finding the right solution, I was just feeling really irritable my periods were incredibly heavy to the point where I was feeling dizzy. Um, during my period, the cramping was really painful. And as a mom of three, I don't really have the ability to lay in bed 
for a week during my cycle. And that was another thing is my periods were heavy bleeding for a really long time. And I wasn't finding success in just changing birth controls or anything like that. Um, I do believe in great medical advice and doctors and things like that. But I was so thrilled. It little, little secret is that actually Cody and me are like (laughs) cousins. She's my, my, my father-in-law's cousin. Right. So So you married my cousin's kid. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I was explaining to her these issues and it was just so funny because Cody was like, Jess, I have the answer for you. (laughs) I, I have been mixing these ingredients together for my daughter, for my friends, for my clients for years. And I want you to try it. Exactly. Um, It didn't taste the same as her time does now, but I will (laughs) tell you that it worked. And that is when my mind was blown. (laughs) Blown right off of your head. Well, this is so familiar. When she started describing kind of what she had been feeling and kind of where she was seeking for solutions and the the solutions that she was being given, this is something that I hear a lot. This is pretty much a daily thing from the women that I work with. And, um, and like Jess, I am totally supportive of the medical field. Like there is so much knowledge, things that they know that I don't, but what medical doctors are trained to do is to, um, find a solution to help with symptoms. Right. And so if Jess is explaining that her periods are irregular, that she's bleeding so heavy that she's debilitated and can't take care of her family the way she wants to, then they're going to try to fix that. They're going to try to stop her from having such heavy bleeding and they're going to try to do that. But they usually do pretty much 99% of the time they will, they will prescribe a birth control or a hormonal contraceptive that will control the bleeding, right? But that is not like a, it's not going after the root cause. It's not a root cause solution. And that's where I help people with is I try to kind of be a detective with them. And we try to look at the symptoms, but then see how they are related and then try to figure out like, okay, what, where are there some deficiencies? Because all of our illnesses come from deficiencies in our body or like overexposure to something, right? So you're either going to need to figure out what you need to add to the body or to take away from the body in order to bring it back into balance and work with your body's natural systems in order to create health. And so um, I totally related to her as well. I am in my mid-40s and um, I, when I was a teenager, had crazy horrible periods. I was an athlete and I remember so many times I played competitive tennis and I was a cross country runner. And I had so many times I literally was like bleeding through and so humiliated because, you know, you're wearing clothes, short shorts and like short skirts. Yes. Yes. Horrible. And just being so like scared to death to like go to school or to go compete or anything. So I, I understood from that. Um, and then I had kids and once I had kids, for some reason, my periods were just totally normal. They were like four, five days at the most, hardly any cramping, no big deal whatsoever. And then I hit 40 and that was like a whole new story. And you're going to learn that this podcast, there's never TMI. So I'm sorry, but I'm going to just tell it as it is because, right. (laughs) But I literally, I 
could not, I'd have times where I could not get off of the toilet for like Mm -hmm. two hours. I was like Niagara Falls, just bleeding so much blood loss. And it was- It'll even like scare my kids. I know. It was scary. It would look like you, it was a crime scene. That happened to me so many times. And I just thought, okay, this is ridiculous. Like this is obviously, obviously because of my background, I know that this is not normal and not something to just ignore and just think, oh, this is just part of life. Like I'm a girl. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I've got to just deal with it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, that's not okay. And I also, because of my background, know that um, I'm just very careful about the things that I put into my body. So I've always been very careful about not putting in like external or synthetic hormones into my body yeah. if I don't have to. So that's where I went like seeking for solutions and um, studying a lot of um, things that were done with Chinese medicine, with herbology and things like that. And like Jess just said, I was kind of mixing stuff up and um, everything I was mixing, everything, every ingredient that I use, I do want to say I did the research. Like I yeah, made sure that there, sure were, <laughs> there were clinical and, studies. And yes. She, yeah. And she, the cool thing is that she knows so much about every ingredient and the why and how they work together. And I'll be, I've said this a million times. I'm, I'm much more educated now, but Cody knows her stuff. And I was the girl that was desperate for the solution. And I just will say that it has been so interesting for me over these last few years and the development of her time and my personal experience in introducing these ingredients into my body is how much I actually didn't even know about women's cycles. Like I, there's so many things you've taught me that I had never been taught before. And it really strikes me that this isn't something we're all more educated on as just part of our lives, a part of being a woman. It's more like, oh, okay. Yeah. You're, you've come of age. Here's a tampon and deal, you know, yeah. here's a tampon and some ibuprofen and you just deal with it. Yeah. And that's exactly, I mean, and it's, it's not really, it's not anyone's fault. That's just kind of the norm, I think. And that was me, like just mm-hmm. handling masses of tampons and throwing up a prayer that some ibuprofen would help me. Yeah. You know? Totally. And so Managing your symptoms. I, yeah. Managing yeah. your symptoms. Right. And, and it would, it would never heal every month was just the same. And mm-hmm. now with her time, it's been really mind blowing the difference. I, I mean, in the first few months, I thought it like, no way is this really working. Like, yeah, Cody will think this works, but I'm going to try it, and I'm going to be <laughs> the person that it doesn't work for. And then one month, the first month, I'm like, wait, okay, wait, yeah, I am like losing half the amount of blood as I used to. Second month, wait why am I not bloated at all? Like, why am I still wearing my usual workout tops? Cause it used to be that like on my period, I had certain workout tops that I would wear and certain workout tops that I wouldn't. And like, you know, just they're a little bit mm-hmm. tighter fitting on your sure. period because of the bloat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I didn't have that. And then I'm like, wait, <laughs> okay, hold on. We're on to something. Then it just, the improvements continued. And now I really truthfully am not the point where my period comes and goes because of how mm-hmm. her time has helped my system. 
Right. And I love, I love that you trusted me. And I'm just so grateful because, you know, this was something that I was excited about because I was seeing personal, you know, these personal benefits like you're describing happening for myself. Of course, I never would give anything unless I have tried it myself. I'm always a human guinea pig. Um, and so then I started kind of sharing it with my daughter and then, like I said, my friends who were dealing with all kinds of different hormonal imbalance issues. And um, and they were seeing great results too, but that's about as far as I had the ability to kind of take it. It was just like mm-hmm. if people came to me and talked to me about problems, I would teach them everything because we're not ever going to tell you that her time is the ultimate solution. It's the miracle in a you know powdered form. Oh, it's- and, and we're we're always recommending like seek medical advice Absolutely. first, but we, you know, but it's so. a tool. It's a tool yep. that can help you in order to support your body, um, to naturally balance your hormones. And that's what we're all about. We want to work with your body. We don't want to just put hormones into your body and have them like give you kind of an artificial period, you know, which happens when you do like art, like a hormonal contraception or, you know, a birth yeah. control pill or something like that is that it is actually doing the work for your body instead of your body doing it on its own. So, and we can talk about that. I love that you brought up that there's just a lot of things that you didn't even know about. And I, I feel like that is, I don't know what it is actually, but you know, I think that periods are talked about much more comfortably now than they were even when I was growing up, you know, when we had our maturation clinics, um, we were shown like what a pad looked like and a tampon, but like, that was it. I don't ever remember even someone showing us like how to use it. Right. And I remember. Yeah. And then just, and then you're going to bleed every month and now you can get pregnant, you know, and it was all about that. And so it was, it was more about like, now you can get pregnant. So make sure that you don't, but it was no education on mm-hmm. what my body was experiencing. Yeah. Will you take, will you take some time and yeah. kind of explain the female monthly cycle? Because this is something that is actually <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's been a cool concept for me to learn. There's a lot of things that I didn't know previously, right. but still I am so happy that I now can understand. Well, sure. And honestly, it's like, how do we describe something that is just so amazing. So I'm sure that over the course of doing this podcast, we're going to be able to dive into all of the ins and outs as much as we possibly can about understanding your cycle. Um, so there are so many things and we hope that, you know, we can get a lot of questions coming in because we want to address the the questions that you have. Send your questions. Send your friend. questions. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, um, it's just, it's, it's fun to talk about in a safe environment that there's no judging. There's no like, um, I don't know, there's nothing to feel shameful about. We just need to understand that like periods are just such a beautiful part, a natural part of being a woman. And, you know, I think probably I can think of a couple of things that I think come as a surprise and maybe we wish had been talked about when we first was, were learning about periods. Um, and then if you have some things that maybe you're, that you have on your mind, Jess, that are like, yeah, I didn't know that. Then maybe Mm -hmm. we can just talk about that too. But one of the things I think people don't, aren't really told is I think they think a period is just that, you know, the days that you are bleeding and that's totally what I thought. Yeah. And that is considered your period. That's considered your menstrual cycle. You've heard both of those words. Those are things that we hear quite a bit, but that menstrual cycle or that little stage is actually just a 
quarter of your whole cycle. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, there are actually four phases of your menstrual cycle. So did you know, you knew that, you know that now, but at the time you now didn't know, I know that. that. I, I didn't, I did not know that. I right. did not know that. And it made so much sense after you explained this to me, because I was having outside of my period, mm-hmm. I was having like a few days where I just felt a little bit of like a sadness or a lull or kind of just a, I don't know, just mm-hmm. kind of that like dark cloud over me feeling. And yeah. it was totally outside of my cycle. And then once you explained these phases to me, I was like, oh my word, this is me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. And I kind of just love the saying this as like, um, knowledge is power. And so yes. I think sometimes when you you're feeling the way that you described where you're kind of having these different mood swings and things, I think Unfortunately, it's just kind of culturally, we kind of like, oh, we're just crazy or it must be her time of the month or whatever, right? I'm making something out of nothing. Right. But truly, if we can understand what's going on with our body, we can work with it and we can understand the power that comes from all of these different... you can kind of think of like your four phases of your menstrual cycle, like the four seasons of the year, right? Mm-hmm. So cool. there's different things that happen like within your body during each of these phases. And you'll notice that there's like different levels of energy. You'll feel different levels of creativity. You'll feel different levels of like, um, I don't know, moods and things like that, where sometimes you're going to have like natural positivity. Sometimes you're going to feel like you just kind of want to withdraw a little bit. And, and that is totally, it corresponds with what's going on with you hormonally, depending on what phase of your menstrual cycle you're in. So it's it's really cool. It's so nice to understand that now because her time has helped me a lot in, in balancing those, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, those phases, I feel a lot more stable, I should say. Um, But it is nice with that Mm -hmm. knowledge to be able to say like, okay, I'm feeling that I need a little bit of alone time. Mm -hmm. And this isn't because I have a problem or there's something wrong with me. It's because I am a woman and I'm, yes. And so it's, it's nice to have that knowledge and not be like, oh my gosh, why am I so weird? Like, why am I all of a sudden, you know, and yeah. I don't know. It's nice to have the knowledge. Right. Well, cause then you can work with it. Just like we are already used to so many different cycles in our life, our wake and a sleep cycle. We're used to the different seasons. You know, we do certain things depending on what season we're in. And that doesn't seem weird. Right. Just because right right now I know you are probably in warm, sunny Spain right now. I'm freezing. Right. So I have a tendency to want to be inside a little bit more, wear warmer Mm -hmm. clothes, eat warmer Mm -hmm. foods. You know, those are kind of things that naturally I don't have to think about. It's just what my body is kind of craving and telling me that Mm -hmm. I need where I don't know what it's like for you in Spain, but the pictures I see, I'm like so jealous because it looks like you're so warm and awesome. Sounds so good. I am warm right now. I am so sorry. I know you're in You don't need to be sorry. We will just live vicariously through you. But that's the same thing it is with your different phases of your cycle. And there's going to be like some weeks where this is the week that you're going to want to go and like 
get that hard workout in and go mm-hmm. interview for that job and you know what I mean? And go out and be super social. And then you're going to have another week where it's like, this is the time where you want to be reflective, maybe do a little more meditation, right. maybe some journaling, you know, um, this is a good time to watch some Netflix or whatever, just yeah. because that's yeah. working with your body and yoga might be the best workout that you could do or a gentle walk or hike or, yeah. and when you learn to kind of work with these different cycles, your body responds magically in a way. It kind of just, it it flows. And it has an effect actually on how well that one week of the, or whatever, however many days you are in that period phase where you're bleeding, it has a huge effect on on how you feel during that time, on how well you're actually just working with your body's natural phases. Mm-hmm. So it is important for you to kind of understand and and kind of get a better grip on the different phases. So I will we, say I feel a bit more like empowered as a female mm-hmm. knowing my system better and like Good. working with my cycle. I feel a bit more like empowered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. So let me tell you about the the four different phases. How about that? Yeah. Okay. So um, the first phase is the follicular follicular phase. Sorry, mm-hmm. and um, and it, it could be kind of considered like the spring. All right. This is like right. when your body's starting to prepare to be fertile. Right. And it's what happens the day you stop bleeding. So that's when your follicular phase begins. Right. And um. And it's, there's no, I don't want people to have it in their heads that it, this happens for one week and then the next phase happens for another week. It's not ever like that. It just, it kind of goes on its own little ebb and flow An ebb and flow. That's a perfect way of describing it. Um, so it's what happens. That's like your first phase, I guess you could say of your menstrual cycle. Then we start what's called the ovulation phase. And this is a phase that we're also familiar with, especially if we are in childbearing years. We kind of pay attention Mm -hmm. to this. And it's important. We want to make sure that we are definitely paying attention to ovulation. And I can talk, obviously, a ton about that because I feel like that's the most important phase of our entire month, long cycle. What Um, are some things that maybe if a woman is not technically tracking her ovulation, what mm -hmm. would be some like telltale signs for her to maybe start to like recognize? Like what are, Mm -hmm. what is, what are some feelings maybe that a woman would have that week? You'll actually notice that kind of like, if you can picture the energy that comes with like spring and summer, right? So Mm -hmm. if you're if your follicular phase is spring, then the ovulation phase is your summer. And so you, this is when obviously you're most fertile. Okay. So this is when you're going to feel more energy. You're going to feel more social. You're going to feel more attractive. You're going to feel a stronger sexual desire. You're going to have all of these things because your body is trying to send signals that if you want to have a baby, this is the time to do it. And so, so this is usually when women have like the most sex drive. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Because it is the time that you are fertile. You're mm-hmm. able to actually, so when during your ovulation, you actually only ovulate one day of the month. I think sometimes people don't understand that. Yeah. Um, so you can only actually get pregnant one day of the month. That is so crazy. <laughs> I know, but I'm going to I'm going to go back because leading up to that day of ovulation, you 
This is another sign that we can talk about more too is cervical mucus. Okay. So you can start learning to kind of pay attention to your own body's uh, cues that it's giving you, right? You will start to notice during your follicular phase and then especially during your ovulatory phase that your body starts producing a little bit thicker. Um, oh, that's so me. Cervical. Yeah. Mucus. Yeah, and it serves its purpose because what it can do is from like five days up until the day of ovulation, that cervical mucus can actually keep sperm alive. And so, right. And so that when your body drops your egg, then it, that sperm is still there and able to then, you know, obviously do its job. And so, so you can get pregnant. I guess you have to be careful like within a six, five to six day window, but really the only day that you can get pregnant is on the day that you ovulate, right? Which makes sense because that's, that's the only why, day. That's why so many people use those ovulation tests, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they do. And and that's smart. But, you know, honestly, your body, if you can learn to kind of pay attention to it. It will tell you on its own. Yes. And I love to teach. I would love to do a whole podcast on this because I love to teach women about understanding all of this because I feel like it's important for women to... And I don't want to take too much of a stand because I get that there's a place for birth control. I absolutely yeah. get it. Yeah. But there, I want people to know, I guess I want to empower the girls listening to this to know that you don't need birth control to prevent pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Is that like crazy that I'm putting no. that out there? No. Okay. No. I, I hope people understand that what I'm saying with that is that it, you can do it naturally as long as you start learning and start paying attention learning to your body's your bo- like own the, your signs, cues. your natural mm-hmm. signs. Our bodies yeah. come fully equipped with what we need. Absolutely. And so during that like five day, six day window, you know, where you are most fertile, you yeah. can use other types of contraception like condoms or any type of a barrier type of a protection and still be able to avoid pregnancy. I think when I, I think why I like to share this information is because I think I grew up kind of with the understanding that if you literally sat on a warm bench on the bus, you could get pregnant. Like I just thought it was like like every day. Like fear was put in. Yeah. Like like if you sat in a hot tub, you know, you, I would just weird, crazy stuff like that. Like I just did not understand that every time you have sex any day, you know, of the month, it's, you could get pregnant. Right. And so I think that this was something that, um, empowered me, you know, as I was trying to, as I'm in my childbearing years, you know, to try to understand, like, do I have to take, because I tried, I tried to take a birth control and I got so sick. Like I, it, my body did not respond well. I might as well have been pregnant because I was throwing up. I could keep nothing down. It was just a really, yeah, yeah, no fun. And so I went the natural route and had to learn how to do this. Right. And so I love to share that it is possible, you know, to, you don't have, and especially, I think that's great information, Cody, for someone that really does, like you said, Mm -hmm. struggle with all types of birth controls. Like I have a lot of friends that basically they're on birth control, just suffering because Mm -hmm. like you said, like they just don't want to get pregnant, but they don't like how they feel on birth control, but they've tried so many other things. Anyway, I know I, I, I get, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. One question came to mind that I think, um, maybe women could be curious about as well. What are some health signs? Like I, when girls are starting to say like, Oh, I, I'm not having a regular period. It comes every few months. 
um, or my period is like one day or I'm spotty. Mm -hmm. What are the reasons for women to lose their period and what Mm -hmm. are some things that they can do to get their their cycle back and normal and healthy? Because I think something that maybe women sometimes don't understand is that having a regular full cycle is actually a sign of great health. Mm, Yes. I love that you're bringing that up. Um, And it can go all the way for people that are not having cycles, like you said, to having terribly heavy cycles that right, are just like right. the, the opposite weeks extreme. And, right. All in it. But because I love the thought and I, and I love sharing this too, that actually like our, we can look at our menstrual cycle as a fifth vital sign. And, you know, you can tell so much about what is going on with your overall health, just like when you, you know, measure your heart rate or your body temperature or your respiratory rate, your blood pressure, you know, all the things that we, we measure in order to, um, they are signs of health, right? We, Mm -hmm. when you go to the doctor, you get all of these things checked. Every doctor should be asking every woman to describe their period. I've never once been asked that. I know. It's been me trying to like, no, really, can I please just explain it to you more? Like, can you wait, slow down. Can I please tell you more about how I'm really, you know, it's like, please hear me out. No, I just don't want to just be thrown another prescription. Anyway. I know. I know. And I feel for you and it needs to be. And so I just say, I want to empower you and all of the other girls listening to bring it up. It's yep. not, sometimes it will be on a health history that you're filling out, but it usually will just be like, do you have a monthly period? Yes, no, check, yeah, you know? Right. And, but there's so much that can be told to that doctor about what's going on with your overall health. So, you know, during our cycles, our body is constantly fluctuating with the production of different sex hormones right? Mm-hmm. And when women have irregular periods, it's because their body is not producing enough of one hormone or too much too of another, much right? Of another. Yeah. That's usually what's going on. And there's reasons for that. It's not like all of a sudden your body just woke up one day and it's like, eh, I don't feel like producing any progesterone today. It's right. There's something that's like preventing it from being able to do that. And most of the time that comes from a type of nutritional deficiency or a type of an environmental stressor or emotional stressor. There's just a lot of things. So um, women, a lot of women that I see that don't have periods or their periods are extremely light. Um, they only last maybe a day or two. The color, I mean, that's another thing that we can talk about is just how, what yeah. the different colors of our blood mean. I mean, we're, we're going to have a lot of episodes of this podcast because there's so yeah. much to talk about. But um, a lot of times I think we envy those girls. We think, man, that would be so would nice. period. Yeah. Right. But what is going on is that your body is basically telling you that it's in a fight or flight mode. Um, there's some stress that's happening on your body. And so your body is like, this is not a good time for you to, you know, to create a child, you know? And so it like stops your period. So that's not a good place for you to be for the long term. That's not a sign of health. It's not something to be envied. Um, it means that you are not fertile and, and that's not something that, you should be grateful for it. It's something that yeah. can down the road actually cause a lot of other health long problems. Ter- yeah, mm-hmm. long-term issues. 
Right. So, you know, there's things. And then what about the extreme on the other side? If Mm -hmm. someone's having really long, heavy periods, what can can that? There's a multiple, there's multiple reasons for it. So I don't want to like oversimplify it, but I'm just going to kind of talk about the most common reasons for that. And a lot of times, you know, um, Again, it can be stress-related, so whether it's environmental stresses or emotional stresses and things, Um, but a lot of times what the cause of that is is that your body is like having an overproduction of estrogen, and that's what causes us then to bleed, right? And not enough of a production of progesterone, and you're also, your body is having a hard time eliminating all of this excess estrogen that your body is producing. You produce your own estrogen, but you also, what we don't realize is so many of us are getting what are called xeno um, estrogens in from the environment. So if you think about it, like a xenoestrogen is like, um, it's a very, it, they're, it's almost identical to our own estrogen that we're making, but it's it's just slightly different, but our body doesn't recognize it as something that's different. And so it's almost like the xenoestrogens and our own estrogen fight against each other. Mm-hmm. And a xenoestrogen comes from like environmental toxins, basically. So plastics. Right. Um, and if you think about it, like most of the products out there that are marketed to women, so our makeups, our our shampoos and conditioners, oh. our lotions, our... Um, this is something I should be more aware of. If, it, you, if you're not aware of this, ladies, you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We need to talk about it because, you know, you can freak yourself out. You can freak yourself right. out because it's like, oh man, I shouldn't even, I should not even go out into the world, you know, because yeah. you're, there's no way that you can completely avoid being exposed to toxins. You know, I, I mean... If we lived in the Garden of Eden or we like went somewhere, right. desert, a deserted island somewhere, maybe we could, but I, it's really hard. Nobody's going to be able to do that. So, but there are so many things that we can't control. You know, for instance, the food that we're eating, it's mm-hmm. important for you to try to do your best to limit the amount of toxins that are on your food. So if you can buy organic, that in and of itself is going to really help support your body, right? Mm-hmm. And being aware of ingredients in the personal hygiene, you know, products that you use, especially actually, I really want to bring up the type of feminine products that you are using, meaning your tampons or your, Mm -hmm. your pads. There's so many, most of the main, um, companies that produce these, um, female products are not, they're not removing the harmful chemicals, right? So when you're mixers tampons. (laughs) That's what we need. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So look and pay attention to what the ingredients are, even for the tampon that you're putting in your body. If it is Mm -hmm. cotton, but it's not an organic cotton, then you are putting a ton of like harmful toxins into your body, just right there, right inside of you for your body to absorb. And so it can have a huge effect. A lot of women, just by changing up the type of um, feminine product that they're using to something that is organic, um, all of a sudden they're like, I didn't have cramps this month. They had no idea that it was the tampons or the pads that they were using that were causing cramping. So just paying attention to that and trying to limit your exposure as much as possible. And then eating healthy foods, obviously, um, 
and drinking lots of good, clean water and exercising, sweating, all of those kinds of things are like helping your body to naturally eliminate and metabolize the excess estrogen that you have in your body. And it takes time, right? It takes time Mm -hmm. to eventually bring balance. But what we do with her time is the ingredients that are in her time are actually known to help provide those nutrients, the nutrients that support your endocrine system. Your endocrine system is what produces your hormones. And so it gives the nutritional support, but it also has ingredients that help with um, elimination and natural detoxification. So it's not like a hormonal replacement. A lot of times we get questions about that, like the taking her time is not going to provide um, more progesterone or more estrogen into your body. What it's doing is it's helping your body to naturally produce enough progesterone and help your body to eliminate excess estrogen by supporting those systems, your detoxification and your endocrine system. Does that make sense? Yes. And I love it. And I, I honestly am just thrilled to have a product that we can now offer women to feel better because really all women deserve to know that they don't have to suffer through their periods. <laughs> it's like something I just feel like I want to scream it from the rooftops. And I have been like, tell your mom, tell your sister, tell your <laughs> friends, like her time can change your life too. <laughs> I know. Right. Exactly. But it's just, it's just true because I mean, I, it's like what we said at the beginning. I just don't think that we really know mm-hmm. I, I, or that we've been educated. It's not anyone's fault. I think we're just trying to do our best now, Cody, to like, well, let's change the conversation. Mm -hmm. Let's bring it to the forefront. Let's do talk about it. And so anyway, I think that we just really want women to know that we're trying to provide a safe place for questions. Um, it's okay that you don't know the answers to, um, you know, things that you're experiencing with your own, your own body. And, um, we're, we're ready and willing to have the conversations that maybe have previously made people uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for this podcast. Um, I am constantly learning from you and we, like we said before, we really, really hope that people will send in questions and be active with us um, so that we can be sure that we're providing like productive content for them to be learning. Absolutely. I love that. And this first podcast, we're probably not going to be able to dive into everything, but I hope what this has done is just to kind of spark some curiosity, um, provided a little bit of a comfortable environment for you to to ask questions, to learn a little bit more, to make the conversation about our bodies, about periods, just Mm -hmm. kind of commonplace where it's something that we are still respectful of, but we don't need to be feeling ashamed or embarrassed about talking about these beautiful, powerful, natural occurrences that happen and and are responsible for the population of the world. Hello. So Right. I know. Holla. Holla. You know what's so cute, you guys, I'll share really fast, is... um, it was so cute because the other day, well, now it was about a month ago, my cute dad was talking to me and he's like, you know what? I've been watching your mixer stories and I am just so sorry. I did not know that you struggled that much with your periods. I did not know that was such an issue for you. And I'm like, you know what, dad? That's okay. But you know what? It's just something that I'm going to make 
a little bit more normal for girls to be able to talk about. Like, it's not my dad's fault. It's not my fault that I didn't feel comfortable. It's no mm-hmm. one's fault. But let's let's change it moving forward. Let's yeah. make it a conversation that we're okay. Um, yeah, tastefully, respectfully mm-hmm. talking about more openly. Absolutely. And I love that. That's so cute. I think that your dad is so sweet. And, you know, and it's not that they don't have the desire or, you know, want to be there as a support for you and try to understand because the last thing your parents, your mom or dad want is to see you suffer. And so I just think it's just culturally that it's something that whenever we start our periods, it's like, hush, hush, you know, we don't, we just kind of secretly like, go buy our tampons and kind of, you know, hide them in the cart so nobody can see, you know, and we don't really talk about it and we just kind Mm -hmm. of deal with it. Um, but I think that's the biggest message of this podcast that I want people to understand is that periods don't need to be dreaded. They don't Mm -hmm. need to be something that we like feel like is a curse and that we need to, you know, hate every single month. What my hope is that through education, through knowledge, through conversation, we can make this something that we completely understand and we start working with our bodies and we start like kind of holding on and grabbing hold of that amazing power that's within us and appreciating it and actually loving our periods every single month. Mm Mm-hmm. I love it. And I love working with you and people. I cannot even tell you how lucky we are to have Cody create this magic. (laughs) I mean, seriously, um, I'm grateful to you personally. So thank thank you, you. You're so sweet, Jess. And I'm just so grateful too, that you also had the passion. Um, I think you're just a natural sharer when you find something that's good and that's working, you want to tell everyone. And I just think that's awesome. You have friends all over the world and you just want to help every girl feel their best so that they can go out and be their best and show up as their best self. And I know that's what my goal is too. So I really appreciate um, that we've been able to partner up and be able to kind of go on this mission together. And I look forward to the upcoming podcast where we can dive into a couple of more of these topics that we've kind of brought up today and anything else that kind of comes in from our our customers or our right. listeners or whoever, wherever these questions come in. I can't wait. This is going to be a fun journey. Yay. Thanks for joining us for episode one of Her Time Podcast. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Have a happy and healthy day. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Mixers, creator of Her Time. Her Time is your monthly lifesaver, period. It's an all-natural supplement that you drink with key ingredients known to help you combat your monthly cycle symptoms at the root each and every month. Try it for yourself. You can find us at Mixers.com, M-I-X-H-E-R-S.com, and on social media at Mixers.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We are here to talk about what you want to know, so be sure to direct message us with your questions and comments on our Instagram account at mix.hers. We may even ask you to be a special guest. Thanks again. We look forward to hearing from you and continuing the conversation.